My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Times we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back. I feel like I just got off off here. So can I tell you about my can I tell you about the the interview I just did on RT? Sure. <laughs> so, I, you know, I get on RT to try to give them perspective that hey, look, we're not we are not typically like most of us, we are not we we don't wake up one day and go, how do we How do we blame something for someone else? How do we how do we try to screw up somebody else's life? How do we try to take over a nation? Yet we know that there's people in our government that think that way. We know that there's evil people that just want to maintain control over us. And so RT asked me to contribute because I said something about the the missile that fought, was fired and killed two people. I don't want to get lost in the fact that two people were murdered by a rocket. You know, and so I think it's important that we at least honor them. But we were talking about how they said that it was Russia that shot the rocket into to, to Poland, which, by the way, would be an Article Four violation. NATO they could they could enact Article Four, which is basically saying it's an act of war. They could do that, and uh, but they didn't shoot the rocket. Ukraine shot the rocket into Poland that killed those two people. And so I I said, you know, I woke up you know last night. I went. I wish I did it because I don't really drink much. But I went to I went and had a couple of drinks last night, and I woke up this morning with a headache, and it's Russia's fault. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't typically get the you don't typically get if you have anyone that are friends that are Russian or Ukrainian or from the Balkans, they they don't smile a lot. But when they do, it's fun. So I, anyway, I got them to laugh a little bit, which was nice. But uh, you, if you want to go check it out, that it is uh, on RT News, and I just talked about the sovereignty of a nation and how they're spinning another lie into the truth. Um, we have a guest, but before the guest comes on, I want to, I want to. You guys probably don't even want to see me. You want to see the guest. You want to see Tori. I see how it is. You show up early. Everybody's like, "Come on, let's go, let's go." Where's Tori? Um, I mean, I kind of want to see Tori. I see you enough. Yeah, so I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and he was talking to me about election fraud. And he goes, Joe, you know, you can't prove a negative. You can't prove you didn't commit fraud. I said, you can be transparent. Mm -hmm. And the more that I got into the conversation with him, the more I, I started to realize that people that do not see the fraud can't understand it, can't break down what we break down on a regular basis. It's not that they don't want to, they, they want to be able to see the fraud. 
But it's so complicated. We've made elections so complicated that some people just can't fathom it. And so what they do is they're told these lies from the outside to say you'd need 1,000 people, 10,000 people, a million people to be involved in the fraud. The reality of it is, is that the apparatus only requires a few people to be involved in the fraud. As John Bolton said that he has been involved in the coup d'etat in other countries, but not necessarily here. And we see the stuff coming out of other countries such as Brazil, um, which it looks like they're gonna annul that election, which is what we should do in this country and get back the pair of paper ballots. But I, I did wanna break it down for, for all of you. Election fraud is complicated but it's not. And one of the reasons why we've been building this machine is so that I can show you on my own stuff so someone can't say Joe got this from someone else on my own stuff, how I can manipulate the outcome without you ever seeing it. And the complication of the election fraud that, that happens across the country does take a multi-layer approach of people doing the work or answering to others and saying this is what you will say. That's what happens in politics. There are no more statesmen left in, in Washington. These are all politicians who are greedy, self-consumed. Statesmen go there, do a job. They really don't want to be there. But in the election fraud arena, we've made it so complicated. And the outside, th these agitators, the CIA, the FBI, th these people have intertwined. And we're going to talk a little bit about that with Tory. They've intertwined fraud that is not fraud. Like just It's, it's hyperbolic statements and things that aren't true into it and so the public then gets a hold on one piece that isn't true and the rest of it goes out with it now that's a tactic of chaos that favors the op doesn't favor the people but i want you to know that as i sat there i had that aha moment of well i can see now how people just say whatever you know i, I can't it, there's no election fraud is because it's easier to say that than to have to dig into it because of how much bad stuff that's put out there that ruins the credibility of the stuff that truly should see the light of day. So anyway, just my thought on that. Let's go ahead and now bring in Tori. Tori, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. And it's great. Hey, you're outnumbered by Greeks right now. I am? <laughs> Got a bunch of Greeks in the house. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I, I have to tell you, um, since I know Apollo can't cook, can you cook? Oh, my gosh. I can Ooh. cook you know what you know what we should do you know we see a lot of these shows right where they have like um am i echoing or is it just me hearing okay he's gonna fix uh, it yeah we uh, we see a lot of these shows where they have like celebrity cooks or whatever i mean why don't we do like a challenge where they just give book a box of random ingredients to conservative you know uh podcasters content creators and and we have our own thing going on where we can cook i'd throw i'd be the champion though i'm just saying it would be another form of chopped but um yeah i like to cook i think ipot you know the documentarian ipot he would he would win hands down though he yeah. put some he put some really good food together that guy um all right so where do you guys want to start should we start with the election fraud you, you want to hear the simplest answer to that yeah, yeah, and and I think you understand what I'm saying. There, there's, there's a lot here, right? There's a lot to unpack when it comes to the election fraud, and it's not very complicated. But there are enough controlled opposers, you know, I call them the the interpositioners that are trying to do the bad deeds for the bad people, kind of like the troll that comes to Rumble. 
Um, guys, p just don't pay attention to her. Just let her just say whatever she wants. She no, can we, do it over and over again. But we but, love trolls. We love trolls. But but it, because we've made it so complicated, and we haven't concentrated down to the source and say, look, this is how the system operates. This is how the, this is the opportunities for fraud. And here's the lack of transparency. And because we haven't operated with that type of I call it business maturity, then it gets so convoluted that people get to that place where they see one thing and they're like, ah, there's no election fraud. And the, right. the, re the reality is much different than that. The, the fraud is so evident, it's, it's maddening, and the evidence is so overwhelming, it's maddening. But because you have people out there that run their mouths and act like they're experts and, and basically just get ahead of their skis, it makes a lot of what we do become less credible. I agree. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So I totally agree with what you're saying. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but you know, people have to understand that we've, we've seen how the media and the narratives skew, uh, people that they don't like. We saw it with president right. Trump and that's the way it happens. How about These me? are lefty. Yeah. Well, everybody, these are lefty talking about <laughs> guys. I just went up, I went up a whole against a whole state. They did a yeah. thorough, investigation on me they were wiretapping me they had secret subpoenas and they didn't find one crime what does that tell you about me yeah. i mean come on you're like, good well, well no yeah but the lawfare is like <laughs> your typical you know tool of the giants it's not for little people right look at what they've done to president trump for like six years now it's all lawfare uh, you know if we believed everything that they did you know he'd be a scammer right his charity remember the saint jude stuff they went after his right. uh, his, his organizations like come on he, he's been called a rapist he's been called a guy that pees on you know that wants people to pee on the bed and i said that's ridiculous he's a germaphobe like when i saw the dossier back in 2016 i was like this is crazy this sounds like something that that guy with the theraband what's his name harry reed who was the first one that pushed it to mother jones he actually did stuff like that in brothels out in nevada right harry reed was the little bit sexually twisted so the the bottom line is is that this guy's delivering the dossier with stuff that you would believe he did because he had been busted at brothels before right so it's it, they make up these elaborate stories but you know what's worse when we perpetuate it when we know that it's false and then we as conservatives as people that seek the truth perpetuate the same thing it's just eh, it's like whatever. Uh, listen, in regards to the voter fraud, we have to think of it this way. Uh, there are many people that have been talking about it for years, right? We have Chris Curtis, uh, you know, who, 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 was, who testified in Congress in 2005 and people have amnesia, like it doesn't exist, right? Um, I have been blowing the whistle for forever. In 2019, Millie did this whole report where we gave all these documents. We said it was the machines, right? Nobody right. listened. And my affidavit, no matter how much people troll me and attack me, find one piece of it that you could say is false. You can't. Everything that I've said has been proven correct today. I went down there and I said, let's not look at the balance. Let's just get rid of the machines. They're not certified. And then in early 2022, it is discovered that indeed the EAC did not certify the machines all those years. Now, imagine if we could go back in time to when the election fraud happened and we actually did what I said. We wouldn't be here right now having this conversation. Right. No, we wouldn't. You see, and, and that's because there are certain people put in place in order to skew public opinion and, you know, enjoy the show. The, the documentary is to show just how that's done. It's not just done on social media with trolls or people that have vendettas. You know, I, I know a lot of people thought, oh, you're a 
you're, you know, you're talking about Ali Akbar because, you know, he attacked you. I was like, like, I care. He's not going to tell me who I am. And my listeners aren't going to listen to him either. Right. People that know me will understand that it's just propaganda. But the problem is the average person doesn't get it. That your government has literally organizations in place just to do this. Foundations in place to fund things like this globally. Right. And when you say it, they're like, it's crazy. And it's like, but, but there's evidence. <laughs> like, we're not just making this up. And so uh, this documentary kind of shows people how everything is orchestrated. What we call marketing is actually called propaganda. And, and this is why people overseas consider us stupid. Right. They consider Americans stupid because they're like, how do they not see it? How could you? No, they do. And, and that, is a, that is a fact. Otherwise, Nigerian princes wouldn't be trying to send us something for $30 million saying that my long lost uncle has $30 million. I want to send it to you. Please send me $5,000. <laughs> and Americans fall for it. it. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Here's 5000 I get $30 million for 5000 Sucker. Wait, where'd right? my five grand go? This is not yeah. right. Give me back my money. The Jamaicans even figured it out, right? They did their whole other scams there too. I mean, look, the bottom line is, is that we're so disinformed and misinformed, right? That it's terrible. Like when you watch the news, there's a, there's a saying in Greek, uh, the, the person that is uh, not intelligence, that doesn't have knowledge is not a threat to society because they're just dumb. A person that has high intelligence is not a threat because then that comes wisdom. A person that has half-baked intelligence, meaning they yeah. know half the story of everything, they're the worst because they talk as if they are intelligent, but yet they're as dumb as rock, dumber than the dumbest, right? Because they don't know what they're talking about. Right. And, and that's the problem. We have a lot of experts <laughs> that have popped out of nowhere. And so election, you guys know I'm in the Supreme Court of the United States, right? I mean, you're a Supreme Court justice? No, I'm in I'm the Supreme I'm just kidding Court. with you. No. Yeah, yeah, you have a case oh there, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, yeah. so everyone, you know, didn't understand just what a big proof of concept I just executed with the people. And it wasn't me. It was us. My campaign was a bunch of people. And what we proved is even without publicity, without being on voter registration rolls, right, and without any money and only 45 days to the election, I still got 1% mm -hmm. of the whole state. That's, you know, 8 million people is 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 more than the population of countries and i've got one percent of that and the reason i did it was to show that it can happen right we didn't walk in there delusional i mean obviously if i had the media maybe it would have been a little bit tighter but um the whole purpose was to get the standing to have these questions put and so now we find ourselves at the supreme court with two questions Okay. Anybody should be able to run and be afforded the same rights as the Democrats and the Republicans. Right. Independents are treated differently. That's a constitutional problem. It's, uh, you know, equal opportunity. Right. And, and, and this is the United States of America and the playing field should be level. But then the second question, which I'm surprised the conservative media that supposedly cares about, you know, elections hasn't talked about is, hey, I should have the right for election observers. Yeah. Now, one thing people miss is that when you observe elections, you by the law are afforded the right to inspect the counting of the vote. Pay attention to how in Arizona, when Carrie Lake lost, what did they count? The ballots. They didn't count the votes. Now, counting of the vote means that we are allowed to inspect the counting software. That yeah. means that the GOP and the DNC have access by law 
to open up the machine and look at the counting software. So the question should lie on the people. Why haven't they done it if they have the right to do it? They could have put this to bed in 2020. Okay, why didn't they? Because they both want it. Don't you get it? We're supposed to stay in the two-party system. We're supposed to be obedient. You only pick one or the other. That's it. And we're in control. That's the question everyone should ask themselves. Why didn't the GOP say, I am running for office, you know, with these candidates, right? We're funding these candidates. Uh, we've appointed observers. Our election observers should be able to count, to observe the counting of the vote, not the ballots, the vote. That means I should get to see that the counting software says one plus one equals two. Right. None of them did it. Right. And so now that's up at the Supreme Court because you know what we can do? I'm pretty sure somewhere in Ohio, there's some position open in 2023, right? No matter what you run for. And you can open up those machines and get that counting software. It's not proprietary. Why do they count the ballots and not the votes? Well, I, I just have a question for you. Hmm. I have just one question. Why in the world have they fought? Why, you know, if I, if I was a voting company, and somebody said, hey, your machine has fraud in it. I would say, all right, here's the source code. Here are some ballots. We probably do have a quality assurance, quality um, control problem, QCQA problem. Um, why don't you go through and just take a look at it and tell me what you see? Why have they worked so hard and lied so much and put out their own false information, which I just discovered that Dominion is literally creating false information just to mix it in to create credibility issues. So is ESNS and so is Smartmatic. So with that said, why, given that information that I just said to you, would they not, if they were credible, why would they not 100% put this to rest? Why are they allowing this to continue to go on like this? Don't you get it? In 2024, your election is supposed to be internet blockchain voting. Well, it's not going to get there. We, we know it oh, won't get there by really? 2024. Really? You're listening to the GOP that's telling you voter ID. Have you asked them what that looks like? No, no, okay. I, but, but here, but here, but hold on, but hold on, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so hold on a second, hold on a second. Blockchain, by the way, is not secure. And if you know anything about blockchain, it's the whole crypto, yeah, it's, it's program, it's absolutely programmable. Yeah, and the, so the way, the way that blockchain, and there, there is a way to secure it because you can see the change in the, in the line, right, in the, in the, you can see the, 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 the change in the chain of outputs, I'll, I'll say. I'm trying to keep this as dumbed down as possible. You can see that change. So if I go in there and I change a vote over here, it'll show up inside of the chain, the chain that it does not, it doesn't match. So there's ways to see fraud in it, but you can, you can also change that in the program through, through the process, right? So it's yes. as insecure as machine voting. Oh, well, it's data, Joe. Right. They, they give us a black box voting saying that they're anonymizing our votes, right? That's what they're telling us. So we feed the ballot and they're like, oh, we just scrambled the votes and we mixed them, right? To, to, to create the sense of anonymity, right? Isn't right. that the whole thing? Right. right. Yep. That's bullshit because we have optical scanners. Where does that data go? Let me guess. They use Snapchat technology, mm -mm. right? Shred it? Are you kidding? That's gold. No. That is data's gold. It's 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 all collected to create your AI profile. So the next time you want a job, they know how you vote. And if you're out of line, you don't get to vote. You don't get the loan. So so 
Dan just said, dumb down, does he think his listeners are stupid? No. So let me just explain something to you about blockchain since I've spent the last few years in AI and machine learning. It is a complicated process of encryption. It can be used to actually transmit data and it can be used as a vehicle or a, a currency. So I don't think anyone is stupid. I think that just like when we're talking to people that are on the, the rhinos or even Democrats that can see the fraud, I want to bring it down to a level where you can understand why the output change, why why someone inside of Congress would say that that would be that that would be viable, or if someone inside the GOP that that may not be a rhino would see that's viable because they can show the dog and pony show that hey, this by the way does not equal this. Therefore, you'd be able to tell whether or not the the vote was changed. So it has nothing to do with being stupid. It has to do with understanding the complexities of blockchain technology, blockchain um, uh, code writing. Is that fair, Tori? Yeah. No, no, fair. And yeah. I agree with you. It should always be brought down. I, I, I can tell you from just the linguistics even, when you're interpreting, you should always bring everything down to a third grade level because that's the average of all people, especially when you're talking about topics that they're not familiar with. So I get it. And I've been talking to my audience about blockchain. You know, it's highly secure. But the thing is, right. you have to be secure in your first block that you set because if it's baked into the first block, that's it. You'll never detect fraud if it's baked into it. And this is the concern that I have for the cryptocurrency that's programmable because they can program it to provide credits. So, you know, we don't, we no longer get our salary of a thousand dollars. We get 500 housing credits, 300 food credits, you know, and, 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 and the thing is the misinformation is so real and the uh, propaganda and this, uh, you know, this look here, but don't look there is so real that people don't know if they're going or coming. Like, you know, whenever we talk gun laws, what's the first thing people talk about oh the red flag laws right yeah that's not how it's happening they already did it we already lost our rights on one level it's only a matter of time because they can create the laws afterwards the idea was that the banks start flagging mastercard and visa have already agreed that since september they have been flagging any purchases of weapons they like skew codes so now they can actually choose to decline to service such things and they will go through the courts and say, well, we don't want to use our platforms yeah. for weapons because we have that right. Suddenly you're down to cash. And where are we heading? To a cashless society. And they win. You see, we're so busy on superficial things that we're not hitting the root of the problem. We're looking at the fruit of the problem. Yeah, so that, that gets to um, symptom solution, right? Or symptom problem, right? We're always concentrating mm -hmm. on symptoms because it actually elongates the 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 long tail, the profitability of the problem. Um, they do that, by the way, with uh, the homeless population. Yeah, well, they do it with everyone. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, the election fraud is like, you know, in 2020, I said, we just need to get rid of the machines. 2021, we need to be getting rid of the machines. But people were still doing the whole canvassing, the whole look at how they're doing it. And I was like, I felt like I was talking to a wall, but I was like, you know, God does this. He doesn't give us ears to hear because maybe it's not time. You know, maybe this was necessary for people to be at the point where they're just so frustrated that they, that they finally get it, that the solution is actually quite simple. We can use technology and everything else, but, but very sacred things like our vote shouldn't. It should be paper and pen. We're not stupid. We can fill in circles because the Secretary of State of Ohio actually wrote in his response to the Supreme Court of Ohio, not the Supreme Court of the United States. I'm waiting to see how they're going to play that. He said that it would take way too long for people to count. And I'm like, didn't Georgia do it in like, you know, eight days? 
and they have the same amount of voters like are people stupid like if i take 10 of my friends we could plow through 30,000 ballots and count the votes in in 24 hours you know why why wouldn't we be able to do it statewide you know and then there's people that don't understand be, the difference between ballot and vote because they're dumb and 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 and, and people hate it when i say that and, and I say it blatantly so I can irritate them, but make my point. A ballot is where you fill in all your votes. The votes are the circles that you circle in. So ballot is not the same as a vote. And this is where we get into the linguistics and this is how they win. Because they tell you, oh, but we have paper ballots and we're counting the ballots. And you're like, but you're not counting the votes on the ballot. Because on the ballot, you're circling how many circles, right? 10, 20? Gary Lakes, did they count the votes? No, they counted the ballots. And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, loved the company's mission so much he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com a company that puts its money where its mouth is love it get the augusta precious metals free gold ira guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement um so so let me let me ask you a question because i i want to i want to go through this and on the election fraud like i think i i'm a pretty i'm I, i am an sme when it comes to voter fraud i am like I understand the system. I've I've now my easy reading at night is trying to figure out the the complex structures of not just Dominion, ESNS, and Smartmatic and how they play together. My then I moved on to Seidel Edison. I know where the black boxes are, and the black boxes could be put anywhere. And I think all the systems are compromised collectively, including the the ballots that are created by Runbeck, um, Stellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, cathedral, I mean, these companies, the ballot printing companies across the country or in Canada, because they have them up there as well. So I think I, I think I understand it. I think I understand it very well. I know. What, what, I, what I don't understand is how simple of a problem this is to fix and why we know we have to get to a place where we eliminate a lot of these, um, these holes. Like I know that we have to get rid of all these different holes and they know it too, because I've had conversations with them off, offline. And they're like, Joe, I cannot talk about election fraud. But I talked to them offline. <laughs> Heidi Gadol, Heidi Gadol in Colorado. I go, I didn't ask you a question about election fraud because I did not want to upset the cart, um, but the election will be stolen and you will not win. Well, I've been like, saying that forever. Yeah, I agree with you. You are a subject matter expert in all of this. And this, and, and the solution is indeed, like you said, extremely simple. But why are is, we afraid to tear the bandaid off? Why are they tearing the bandaid off in Mexico and tearing the bandaid off? They're they're going to annul that vote down in Brazil, and go to a new vote that's paper ballots, and they're going to redo it. You, you know that, right? That's going to happen. Listen, 
it's not that it's the propaganda this is why uh, enjoy the show is something necessary that people actually watch because it tells you how they condition you 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 can sit there until you're blue in the face and tell them we need to get rid of them like there there's there was someone in a chat room somewhere i don't remember where i saw it that was like ballots are votes and it's like guys it's in the court records that ballot does not equal votes the supreme court said so Right. So this is playing games with words. Right. This is how they confuse us. They use words like what does election denier mean? I deny elections. No, I want elections. So, so I want the, by the way, let me just answer this question in the comments. Brazil had paper ballots, they are saying. OK, so they did a paper ballots that went through a machine system and there's no way Correct. to verify the fraud of the ballots themselves because the same thing happened. Ballots showed up that could not be assigned to a certain voter when they tried to cure some of those votes, which is what the military did. Those va exactly. votes came back. Those votes came back as I didn't vote or they came back as I didn't vote that way. So the same problem we have down. I have a board and on my board, I've, I, I have little pins and I try to pin everything together. Uh, such as roaming networks over in uh, Serbia, their connection to Huawei in China, to building a, a data center for Dominion and the the code writers. I have these, these these 11 code writers that have history that goes back to another company that's a CIA asset in the, the UK and in France. So I have all of this stuff put together. And I thought one day, I was talking to Paul, I go, one day I'm gonna just put this out there. And people are gonna think that I am wearing a tinfoil hat because <laughs> it's so complicated, right? And it's, it stretches so far. But the reality of it is what happened in Brazil is not the paper ballots. It's whoever counts the ballots and whoever has the ability to print those ballots. It's, you know, the Fed can print whatever money they want. Who am I to say what a $100 bill is? They tell me what a $100 bill is. So they get to decide what currency goes into market. I just have to eat it. Same thing can be said for ballot printing company. Why are PE firms buying up printing companies when printing is becoming obsolete? Why? Why are they yeah. doing it? Why are they buying I, up voting companies? Why are they? Because they want, this is a corptocracy that they want to be able to control us as people. We are in a slave trade. Yeah, well, here's how we fix it. First of all, I mean, I agree with you 100%. Our, our money can be checked at a gas station with tumbleweeds for its validity and authenticity, but our ballots can't. They're printed off of PDFs. Like literally the Secretary of State of Ohio sent that to me. Then we have the tech oligarchs, right? The cyber oligarchs that we have that wanna push, you know, blockchain voting, online mm -hmm. voting, like look how amazing it is in Estonia. Have you lived in Estonia? Like that's like commie central with a utopic flair, right? And and it's like, and it's like, look, uh, blockchain is an amazing technology if used correctly for consumer goods, right? And trade, but not for votes because you can bake in the, the, the codes in there and it's a problem. And that's why I say, when people talk voter ID, have you ever asked a Republican what they mean? And they will tell you it's blockchain ID. See, the Democrats used the, the, the argument that we need the QR code blockchain ID for uh, COVID passports. And now they're telling us it's for voting, right? Oh, blockchain is gonna be amazing. They want us on the system. Conic that was put out, you know, and, and, oh, you know, they sent data to China. So I was the one, you know, screaming in 2020 and 2021. We, in 2020, three, four days after, I sat there across from a lot of people and I said, why aren't we looking at Alaska? This is a freaking data heist. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. 
of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms and competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Alaska has like 10 people and they're still counting and no one listened. And it was being done through the underground cables. And I knew this because Connick was actually hired by the DOD years ago to perform Internet voting and they had contracts and I had the receipts. I put an article up. I think Emerald Robinson actually covered it. Like this isn't something new. This has been ongoing. And then you have Connick that was bought out by Votum and Votum is something else and it's internet voting. That's what they want. They want us to have zero control and they have zero control over us. And it, that's exactly what it is. It's not rocket science. You know, the best elections we're gonna have is simple. You know, currency grade, uh, ballots. We have it on camera, right? Where we're looking at the people counting them. They show it to the camera. We put in the vote and then we shred the ballot, right? For secrecy, right? Or whatever, or hold on to it. I don't care. The fact is we have evidence of it and we count it right then and there with our eyes on camera. We make it a party. Why can't we have teams like the New York Mets and the, and the Yankees fighting? Why can't we have counties rooting for each other as teams? We should make it like a team day. Elections should be fun because that's where we're hurt. That's our voice. That's our First Amendment. And that's what's even weirder, that there's no actual law that protects the right to vote, except for your First Amendment. So we right. need to use that as synonymous, uh, that, that using these machines uh, take away our privacy, right? right because so they're stealing all our information. Right. And, and frankly, uh, the, from a privacy standpoint, that's not my biggest concern. My biggest concern. And, 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 and again, I'm talking from a person that knows data. Hmm. And I want people to understand the fact that data is it's very difficult to get off grid. It's very difficult. I mean, it's so difficult to get off grid that correlations to devices. And even if you hide yourself on Proton. In the company that I ran before, I would find you. I would correlate you to devices. And once I found you, it was checkmate. Then I could find out how many kids you had, how much time you spent at work, how much time you spent at home. And you have no idea. And I don't really care what your name is. I could care less yeah, what your I, name is. No, I, I, I agree. You know, back in 2018, when they uh, kicked off my friend Laura Loomer from Twitter, mm -hmm. she, got, uh, she, she, she got another account just to watch. She was like, oh my gosh, how did they know it was me? I was like, Laura, don't you know? Your device is registered. 
You need a new phone to get on Twitter again. Actually, that's not the no. way that they, that's not the way they it, did it. It actually is. It no. is device no. IDs are locked to your account and that's how they find you, especially when they can, when your device has been flagged in the system. Once she got a new phone, she was able to just have a dummy account to stalk Twitter. That, yeah. That's a fact. So the, it's in the, their yeah. So the way, the way that they do it is that they have a device match. I mean, just tell you how they do it. it. They have a device match that happens, but that, and that is true, but that's simple. That's like level one. You go to level 99. It's I go and download another application and you do application uh, gridding. So you grid the applications together. You happen to put in one bit of information over there that validates it. It sends the grid up and says, oh, this is the same person over here. Because you always screw up and use even password verifications if you use um, pictures and it takes the hash from the picture and you had it from another. And it, so it, it is it is a very complicated world when you start talking about mobile devices of how they can match you back. It's very creepy. I mean, if you want to know the reality of it, it's very creepy. People say, Joe, why are you not afraid of this lawsuit with, with Eric Coomer? It's because they already, they're, they know it's, this is not new to them. What Eric Coomer's done, everyone out there knows, they know, they, they know, they know Eric Coomer is a radical leftist lying crap bag. They know because if I know, I can't be the smartest guy in the room when it comes to data. <laughs> they know. They know. Everybody knows. And the thing is, with the data, the genie's out of the bottle. We can't yeah. stop it. Right now, you know, when you apply for a job, they look at, they purchase your AI profile. The concern that we should have as voters is that maybe we don't want our voting data involved in it because we might want a federal job. And they might say, hey, you voted for this guy and you can't get this job or this federal loan, or they put you at the bottom of the list. You know, you never know. <laughs> you know, government is corrupt. And at least we should have that private that nobody knows how you vote, right? Because then they know how you think. And and, right. and I think that's a really good argument that we could use because privacy has been a continuous, you know, a continuous conversation that we've had. And a SCOTUS hasn't been presented with very good privacy cases. Um, right. You know, fix this election fraud, there's a couple of things we can do. We can target it from the privacy aspect, but what we can actually do is actively try to, um, uh, you know, get uh, Citizens United versus FEC thrown out. You know, McCain's last hurrah to enslave us was getting that done, right? A Citizens United versus FEC allowed corporations to have a voice in elections. And this is why we have super PACs and PACs. And this is why the cyber oligarchs get to dictate who's on that throne. And we don't. This is, this is a major problem that nobody is talking about. And Citizens United FEC needs to go just like Roe versus Wade. And, and, and we have to target that. We have to say, you know, because it's so contradictory to what we hear. You know, Facebook is silencing and, and, and saying you can't speak, right? Because we don't agree with your speech, but then they're afforded free speech in our elections. We need to make a case like this. Now, if I had the money, right, I would be spearheading this, right? But all these people that have money, why aren't they doing it the right way? Because they don't want to fix it. Everyone's making money off of the same system, off of the system that keeps us oppressed. We're the consumers on a hamster wheel also being consumed. And that's the bottom line. So, uh, you know, if we could get rid of Citizens United versus FEC, that would take a lot of influence away from our elections. And that's all important. Right. But, but let's say that we can't. I mean, I always like to look at it from the war room mentality, thinking outside the box. Here's the box. Let's go outside the box. 
Um, I sat with a ton of influencers and leaders from around the country. We sat in a room and we just war room. We just went through and said, and everyone wanted to stay within the confines. We'll file this lawsuit, file this lawsuit. Um, and Tori, you file lawsuits. You, you like the legal system. Your lawyer is great at what he does. He is an amazing dude. I mean, I love that guy. Um, but I don't think you can win in the judici judiciary. I think it's too compromised. Right. And, and the compromise until you get to the Supreme Court is not going to allow you to get to a place where you can redress your grievances. So I that's asked, okay. We go there. We go there. Let's make the law then, Joe. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, that's what I, we need to be doing. Let's go. I, I understand. And that makes a lot of sense to me. But I also know that we don't need to be, we need to be patient because it took a long time to get here. But we don't need to be so patient that we allow the erosion, the final erosion to occur where the people see a person as hopium. They see a person as their savior. They see a person as, all right, so let's wait another two years. President Trump is running for office. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I am loyal as a junkyard allegedly. dog. What do you mean, allegedly? Well, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't mean that we have to wait till 2024. I mean, people right. need to... Right. So hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to, I want to finish this. I think it's important because I think that you, you are smart enough to, to read through this and go, well, shit, why wasn't I in the room? <laughs> and, and actually I didn't think about bringing you in the room or I would have. Um, but we, we got together with, with groups in Arizona and we said, we'll just shut it down. Well, I think inside the box, you know, if we ever address the grievances, shut it down. Why is it that Brazil can do it and that Mexico can do it and Germany can do it. And the tech, you know, the, the tech companies here and the, the corporate, you know, baskets can do whatever they want in the United States to oppress us as people. And yet we don't go to the streets peacefully. Um, Joe, you what? want me to help you? You know, you like to think outside the box. I like yeah. to build boxes and box people in. All right, Let so me tell you, you how Arizona can yeah. box them in right now. I'll give it to you. Carrie Lake. She can actually put them in a the box. She can file a quo warranto, and then the GOP in Arizona can demand to open up that counting software. And it's game over. Yeah, but you Okay, they tried what? that. They actually tried that in 2020. Remember? No, 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 they, no. They no, had no. a court order, Tori. They had no, a court no, order. No, no. Listen, no. they had a court order to get access to the routers, and to okay, this day, again. they've never gotten access to it. And nobody went to jail for violating a court order. No one. No one went wrong. to jail. Wrong. Wrong. You're 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 listening to it wrong. Carrie Lake just lost by a small margin. She has the right to file an extraordinary writ or quo warranto. She can ask by what authority did Katie Hobbs do it? And she'll say, I got elected. Okay, well, the law says that I can inspect the counting of the vote. Let me take a look. And then it's game over. We have remedies. It's just either we're not creative or we don't want to do it that way. That's the way it is. She's running for governor. Remember, Katie Hobbs is the second in command at the National Association of Secretary of States. They would not let her go. She is actually dubbed quasi as DHS official. These are very important things that we should be paying attention to. So she has every right to file a quo warranto. And if the Supreme Court of Arizona does not give it, she gets a rocket docket to SCOTUS and tick tock, the clock is ticking. This should have been done. I would have done that. If I was Carrie Lake, I would have done that. And the thing is, let the Supreme Court of Arizona say no. Because then you go to SCOTUS and you say, listen, this was a fine margin. We took forever. There were discrepancies. Machines weren't working. Let us at least take a look. And it became over. Yeah. So I, I want you to know that Carrie can do that if she decides to do that. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'm going to send it over to her camp. I'm not, 
I am not educated enough on that. I am not a subject matter expert on that. I don't even really, I understand what you said. I don't even play a lawyer on TV. Um, so maybe, uh, I've just put it down. I'll do some research on it. M well, maybe. yeah, I got in contact with this, certain people. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to lay out the whole thing. For me, I'm not a lawyer, but I look at strategy, right? This is all strategy, and it's right. how you create a box, right? And if the court warranto allows you to demand the court to say by what authority have they taken the seat, right, then they have okay. to come on the record answer. And if they say the vote said that I won, right. then she could say I'm challenging that. And she should be afforded the right to take a look at it. That's the way the law works. This is the only thing uh, that is an extraordinary rate that has been applied before on local level races, you know, within city councils and stuff. But no one has actually exercised it on a bigger level. And right okay. now we actually have All right. opportunity. So, so I'm going to say this, Tori. And look, I, I love the work that you're doing, but I need to say this. Everyone says game over. There's been like five. How many, Paulo? How many game overs have there been? I've lost I'm not count. I, Tori, I'm not I understand, but but we got we have to look at it from the game over standpoint. That's the we got to be careful how we use terms because then people it doesn't happen. We lose credibility, and so maybe this is something they do. I just sent it over to Fincham and said, "Hey, look at this. Is this something that you and Carrie Lake can do?" Right? I just sent it over to them. They'll research it. But l let me just let me just say this. The people are who was disenfranchised. Carrie Lake is just the vehicle. The people's vote was stolen from them. They, the, the election was, you're slaves, we're gonna do whatever we want, dog and pony show, make it look like you're not the elephant tied to the, to the fence. We're gonna make it look that way. In actuality, we're gonna do the election any way we want. So the disenfranchisement lies with the people. And so I think, and I'm gonna think outside the box, I don't care about judges. I think most of them are dog shit. That's what I think. I think they were picked on when they were in school, ended up becoming a judge, and like to piss on people. And they just do it politically among themselves. I don't respect them because they have ruined people's lives infinite number of times across this country. And they have not served up justice. They have just doled what they want based on some back door dealing in the back of, hey, how can we screw people and make decisions to hurt people, not based on the fact of the case? So I don't trust judges all the way up to the Supreme Court. John Roberts had an opportunity to hear the case in uh, for Texas. And I believe he was in there saying, there's people that are going to riot in the streets. And that's why he didn't take that Texas case and said they didn't have standing. But I think the people need to get in the streets and shut it down. It worked in Poland. I, 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 we can disagree. I, we can disagree. I say, you know, I use the term game over when it's game over. I said I won those elections. I did. I'm putting in the history books that the Secretary of State of Ohio is unconstitutional. I've just changed the law. And it's not I. I keep saying I and it's we because it was the people that did it. You know, these are the things we need to struggle with. The difference between winners and losers, right, or losers are lose and then they give up and roll over. Winners are losers that gave it one more shot. And until we find the top end and can't go anymore that's how far we fight okay. and that is exactly how we do it with the with the tools that we have okay. we do not need to go out on the streets we can shut it down any day now i've been saying this for two years no uh, listen us. i'm gonna i'm gonna we have a letter by the way that was written by groups in arizona that's being distributed widely um, it now is up to 700,000 people that have watched this video that we put out. It was me, Pete Santilli, and uh, John Tigtigan. John, by the way, if you know anything about him, he's the guy that sat on the roof of 
uh, the, the, the consulate building in Benghazi for 13 hours fending off terrorists that were trying to kill the Americans, save those Americans, and only to find out later that it was actually uh, concocted by CIA assets over in our own in our own government apparatus that wanted know, there to be. I know. Dead I know. I was part of the annex in Italy. I know exactly what happened in the castle. So, 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 I want to put this letter up, and I want to read it, and I want you to know that um, the people in Arizona want a redress of grievances, and they will shut down the the the. the the, the state. It is going to happen. They have until tomorrow to agree to a new election. We know they're not going to. I am headed to Arizona. We haven't told them when we're going to shut it down. We've been very, very silent on that. You have the you have the FBI. Everyone's trying to figure out. The, the Arizona GOP is trying to figure out what they're going to do. People are on caravans headed to uh, Arizona. You have people that are organizing in places like Michigan and Colorado, That's exactly California. What they want, though. That's exactly what they want to bring the blue helmets in. Bring whatever you want in. I, no, and Tori, why? hold on a second. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. I do not operate under the, that's what they want us to do. This is just like the J6 deal. They cannot bring blue helmets in at a state level environment. It is not a federal environment. All election systems are at a state level. They have their own autonomy, right? So that, that, that's a basic standard. But the people of Arizona are the ones that got cheated. So I want to read this letter to you, and then I want and, and look, I'm not disagreeing with what you've done in in Ohio, by the way. I think it's amazing. Um, no, I'm not doing it in Ohio. We are doing it all over the nation. But I am telling you, this is my wet dream. What you just said, when I want to topple a nation, is my wet dream. That is exactly what I would hope for, that people would organize so that way I can penetrate them. If you knew the stuff that I have on J6, the groups, the organization within it, Right. You would scream to the top and I'm waiting to put it together because it is it is part of the president's defense team. So I'm waiting to put it together correctly. Again, okay. this is so. This so is hold on a second. Up, let me let me finish this letter. Control. Let me read this letter to you. You probably already seen it, but let me read it anyway. Go ahead and put it up if you would, please. please. So this is a letter to Arizona. We demand a real midterm election immediately in Arizona. Three strikes for Secretary Hobbs in Maricopa County. The officials in Maricopa County are actively obstructing the will of, America, of Arizona voters. Between the officials in Maricopa County, or excuse me, between the ballot stuffing via drawer three, the 30% voting machine failures on election day, and the unexplained extended ballot counting, the election in Arizona cannot be trusted. Enough is enough. Arizona citizens no longer trust officials to count the votes of Arizonians with fidelity. The track record of incompetence and obstruction by Arizona elected officials and Secretary of State Katie Hobbs over the course of multiple elections proves they're untrustworthy. We, the people of Arizona, deserve better and we demand better. Our demand for remedy is we immediately demand the following. A special master assigned to oversee Arizona elections, removing Katie Hobbs, Bill Gates, and Steve Richer from election oversight. Conduct a new election in Arizona on December 6, 2022, in-person voting, paper ballots, identification required, precinct-level hand counting of ballots on December 6, 2022. Ballots counted at the precinct to be sealed and transported by the county sheriff to a secure location. Complete election process transparency. Arizona citizens demand Arizona elected officials agree to these terms by the close of business on Friday, November 18th. Does this move one day? 18th, 2022. These demands, the new election are refused. Arizona citizens joined by American citizens from across the country will peacefully descend on Arizona until the new election is conducted. Elections belong to the people. Conduct a hashtag real midterm now. So, so that right. is the so, so, letter so that was done. Go ahead. Okay, so let me just tell you something. Do you know how you could have fixed this with everything you said? That letter, you can actually file it in your courts because it, the Supreme Court of Georgia 
found that the people have standing when they feel that someone in an elected position has violated them. That actually was ruled on a month ago. That means that the people of Arizona right. would have standing. And if you put all that effort to have a million people, 700,000 people that are Arizona residents, file the same damn suit in the same damn court, citing the Georgia Supreme Court saying that if you're an elected official and people have agreements, you have a right, it's game over. They will have to respond to it. That is how you box them in. What you're doing is you're coming, I think, outside of the box, which is fantastic. But what we have to understand is every time we peaceful protest, it is an opportunity to get infiltrated and cause another J6. Okay, we don't, hold on, time out, time out. They will. We we set up ROEs for this. We actually are talking to groups there on the ground. We can police ourselves and we can maintain a peaceful environment. That is something that can happen. And if somebody gets out of line and decides they want to be violent, we zip tie them and deliver them to the FBI office. Their car is probably, I said this before, their car is probably in the parking lot underneath the, the uh, building. So we'll just zip tie them and take them over to the FBI building. At the end of the day, the people cannot be relying on other people in order to get them to a place where they can have success and get their country back. And, and frankly, I don't disagree with the fact if the quo warranto works and we can get access to it, great. But if we can't and they won't give us a free and fair election. This is how you do it. You can demand an election in the court. You can say she was an elected official. She was a secretary of state. She disenfranchised us. Look at the Georgia Supreme Court case. It came out a couple weeks ago. That's that's precedent right there that the Georgia Supreme Court said that if you're an elected official and you're a citizen, it's not general grievance doctrine. You have standing and you can use that. That's what I'm saying. There are other means that you can clobber up their system. You know, remember at J6, we had our own policing, didn't we? How'd that work out? How did that work out? What do you mean we had our own policing? We had our own policing. There were all these people that were hired supposedly for private security. It didn't work out. And and, 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 and as someone that has participated, I wasn't the chief election overthrower, right? I did my part. We pray that people think like that. They play into our hands, Joe. You're giving the opportunity so they can come in and cause it again. This is this is the problem that, yes, we're at war. And I'm with you in any other timeline, in any other time aside from the 2000s or 1900s. I would be with you with my musket right next to you, skewing and skewering the enemy. I would be right there with you. Okay, but so 20- what, what would cause, Tori, what would cause the blue hats to come into Arizona over a state election. Tell me what would cause that to happen. Joe Biden can call it a federal emergency. He actually can't. Legally okay. can't. Well, he, you, he, he can't do a lot of things legally. He couldn't legally mm-hmm. impose a mandate. He couldn't legally do all these things. He couldn't legally do any of the stuff he does. He can't even legally tie his shoe. Okay. So, you know, we have to expect the worst from them and that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I will pray for you guys. I hope that you succeed. Right? Hey, I for really the people do. that, by the way, that say that don't waste your breath on Joe, let me explain something to you. I'm the guy that put everything on the line, lost my company as a result exactly. of it, right? So exactly. if you, if you want to sit here and talk about the fact that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, you can F off. Just get yeah, off the no, thing. Joe, Joe knows yeah, what he's talking about. Let me explain something to you. I'm going to have a conversation, and if you don't like it, you can fuck off. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work the problem. So I'm going to right. Arizona. So the only person that's going to get arrested is Joe going to Arizona. Right. And and am I ready for that? Yes, I'm ready for that. I'm ready to give up my life for this country because I have kids and I want my kids. I want future generations to have an opportunity in this country. I was also a poor kid from the hood. And if you don't think I've I've never seen a fight I didn't like. So if you don't like authenticity and you don't like the fact that we can have a debate here, then get off. Beat it.
that's thank you, Joe. And can and I ignore, say one thing I about get, that? I get trolls all the time. I love the fact that we're having a debate because then people can see that you know everyone has the same goal and everyone approaches things differently. And I absolutely admire for everything you've done. You know that, Joe, right? And that's what's important. Don't let them get to you. I no, get people get on all the time calling me a criminal and it's like i have no criminal record like you know whatever what were you saying apollo i talked over you i'm so yeah. sorry no you're fine this is what i'm, I'm gonna say this like th what just happened there and what's happening in the comments this attitude oh this, this is, is just part the of people that came in these are the no, no, these stop, are the stop, these are the stop, insurrectionist stop. people that want to do this Screw little controlled people. opposition stuff it doesn't matter okay. this yeah. is it doesn't matter because it's real in this movement and like in conservative space this is a big problem this is not a bad conversation this is not people at each other's throats this is an honest debate and this is an actual debate over some very big things that are in the minds of a lot of people right now and when we you know joe and tori i'm sitting here because uh you know they're talking tech but the, i agree and disagree with both of them on some of these points but like i'm behind this plan i don't know some of this background like tori but when we start having these kind of conversations, so many people in this movement go, oh, we don't agree. Like, we don't have to be on a podcast and sit here and, like, go, yes, mm, okay. And, play. like, that's what healthy debate is. That's yes. what has become the problem is that that cannot happen. Otherwise, you're, like, you're rude. You, you, you guys hate each other. It does, that, that's healthy. This is actual discourse. So and anyone who's saying don't waste your breath, you're the problem. If everyone was doing this honestly and authentically and not getting offended and thinking, oh, they hate me or, oh, he's an idiot, then we wouldn't be in the situation that we are. Hey, Tori, do you feel right. that I'm being dismissive of you? Not at all. You all know right. what? This so, is exactly... So Tori this can is fight her own battles. I just want to be really clear. Tori yeah, can fight her own we, battles, and I've already told her, and I've given her the support in a lot of different ways. Right? And I support you too. Yeah. Listen, everything you're going to do, you guys are going to go down to Arizona. You're going to descend. I will pray that you're safe. I will yeah. pray that it's not one of my, you know, past wet dreams of hoping that the nations do exactly that. I'm telling you, I'm speaking to you from experience overseas. I don't know what will occur. I right. will pray for you and I support you. I'm telling you how I feel. And this is exactly it. We all need to be having conversations like this. We all should be having these conversations out in the open because this is how we have parlay, right? And this is how we come to solutions. I mean, if we're all going to sit here and agree with each other, then then we're no different than the left that says, mind your P's and Q's and, you know, sit there. We're supposed to have these debates. You know, there's people that yeah. raw, you know, when President Trump says capital punishment, you know, or kill all the drug dealers. I'm like, no, most of these mules are people of human trafficking. You know, some of them are cut out and some of them are dumb. Right. You, you know, we can't all paint a broad brush. I'm against capital punishment. That doesn't mean that I don't like President Trump, right? I will be there advocating for him not to do it. These are the discussions we should have. We're not all going to agree on methods or execution. I mean, this is the problem that we have in today's society, that if we're having an, a, a conversation where we're going back and forth and opposing sides, that it means that, oh, this is just wrong and we have to take a side. That's the problem with the party system, you see? Now we circle back to the elections. We're polarized. So right. tribal that it's either red or blue, black or white, we can't kind of find a middle ground. That's the problem. Right. And, and so, you know, I personally, I'm saying from my perspective, if I was in Arizona and that was my state, I would have flooded the courts like the next day and I would have used the Georgia precedent. It would have been clogged up in the system. I would have gotten all these attorneys to write cookie cutter cases and I'd be like, yo, you want to fight? File this. Here's here's some money. I've got a donor and a sponsor that's going to pay for it. Let's right. all do it. 
and 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 hit them. You know what? You can do your your boots on the ground, and you could do that. You could double prong it, right? You can make them so confused that they don't know what fight to fight first. You know, there's so many ways that you can attack it. The more fires you light, and and there's good that what you just said is pretty awesome because that's exactly what we're doing. We're working the problem from different areas. A bunch of other things that we're doing. Um, we're gathering as much information as we possibly can on the individual parts and pieces of the elections. We're getting videos back and we're creating a, a, a simplified message that we can send out to uh, people across the country so they're talking the same language and they're getting the same analysis or telling us if they see it from a different light. So, I mean, Apollo, we were on the on the call with, with what, six or seven other guys and they're like, well, what about this? And I was like, oh crap, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, and they didn't, they didn't start out agreeing with us. They didn't start out. And at the end they said, all right, well, here's some things that you need to consider. And one of the reasons why I brought it up on this call or on this, on the podcast is because I think it's important to work the problem from a place of humility. And you might be right. The quo warranto, I just sent it to Fincham. I'm like, Fincham, what is this? Why did you guys do it? <laughs> well, I don't know why we, you know, we didn't think about it because we were running so fast, you know, the last week. But I, like, Tori, you're saying things that like, I just, I don't have any experience. I don't have any knowledge yeah. of. Yeah. So and, you're saying these okay. things and I'm going, wow. But then me as a, me as a man, I'm just going to say like, because this is hard for me actually, because like as a man and like seeing how repeatedly the, uh, the justice system and everything has failed us, like me and my heart, we're talking about this. I just want to go in there and just shut it down. But then, oh my gosh, I'm with you. I want to drag them out by their hair. I mean, I'm telling you, like, for for example, I'm going to take it back outside of elections. I was a victim of that. I stood in front of a court where I sat in front of a judge and I was like, so the attorney general is demanding that I give all this information, right? My phone records, my emails and all this shit, right? Right. Well, he hasn't provided me a complaint. That's unlawful search and seizure. But besides that, I said, he's already issued secret subpoenas, getting my bank accounts and stuff before he even came to court. That's not even legal. So this needs to drop. You know what he did? He proceeded with the case. And I said, okay, then you're gonna find me in contempt. You're gonna rule in his favor because I'm not playing this game, right? Uh, it, this happens all the time. Judges are bought. You know, the Pfizer attorneys that are suing now, you know, I made one simple suggestion because I'm not a lawyer. I said, have you asked the judges to recuse themselves, right? If they have Pfizer stock. And they're like, no, they're supposed to normally do it with their, uh, you know, filings and stuff. Did you ask? Guess what? Out of the five judges, four recuse themselves. See, sometimes the simplest answer is always there. And the boots on the ground, hey, I even talked about it on my show. I would love to encircle the House of and state legislators in Ohio and say, yeah. no, we're not paying with our tax money into the Boys and Girls Club because Les Wexner is still on the prowl. He was the employer of Epstein. We're not doing it, right? I, I have said it, but then I'm like, you know, I'd love to do it. But just as myself, having encouraged riots, overseas to get outcomes. We pray that the people actually do something because then it's easier for us to infiltrate. And I speak from that point, you know, I speak from that pain because I know the, the playbook. Doesn't mean that you'll fail, or you'll be infiltrated. You're gonna try your best. I'm gonna and do I know my best, will. but all but of I, us will pray. Yeah. All of us will pray, but we can target it multiple. We can do the co warranto. We can have Arizona citizens cite that Georgia Supreme Court case and file lawsuits saying that they've been, you know, disenfranchised. The elected official violated their duties. They can just attack. And so what if you get a no? You've made public record. That's yeah. that's more yeah. than enough. Their kids and their future will see what POSs they are. They will see the fight they mm. put up for their well, nation. 
I, so I, I mean, me being the person that I am, um, I promised my kids when they were born that I would protect them to the bitter end. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.